Hello, and thank you for listening to Oddity Podigy, the official podcast of Oddity Prodigy Productions. This episode was recorded prior to the murder of George Floyd by the Minneapolis Police Department and the wave of protests that have followed in its wake. We at Oddity Prodigy Productions would like to say out loud that black lives matter. We as a group stand for justice and equality for all people and stand with those fighting for a better world. Once again, black lives matter. Thank you and enjoy our silly little podcast. Welcome back to another episode. We appreciate you coming back to listen to us babble on here at Oddity Prodigy. It's just a couple of us tonight. We've got Nick Leamy. Hello, everyone. We've got Shasta. Hi, team. And we've got Patrick. How's it going? It's going great. How's everybody <laughs> doing with Blockchain? <laughs> I know surviving. I'm loving every minute of it. Definitely Life surviving. is magical all the time. These past three months have been in no way, shape, or form a complete and total dumpster fire. <laughs> nah, we good. So, before we started recording, and this isn't really on the reel, but I'm going to tell you anyway, we just spent about half an hour trying to get the audio set up because we are not actually in the same room. We are doing this online with each of us in our own particular quarantine hobby holes. The way we have this set up for people out there in technical land, and really I can't imagine anybody cares, but I'm going to tell you anyway, is we have, uh, we're doing this through a system called Zencaster, which is how we're recording the audio. And then we have a separate Zoom meeting set up so we can see each other while we're talking. The fun part of that is everybody has to set up different audio stuff while we're doing this. And as you can imagine, when you have four different setups and four different people in four different places, things get interesting. So chaos. Despite me just saying hi and welcome, everybody, we have actually been online for about 40 minutes trying to get everything ready to record. So that's so, a wrap, then. Like, first, couldn't so hear it, me. Yeah. Then couldn't hear him. Oh, then couldn't hear her. So what's that in the background? Oh, God. Yep. So while I like Zencaster and I love Zoom, the combination of the two can be interesting, to say the least, especially when things like Zencaster, for whatever reason, wants to default to the output so that you can hear people to the same thing you have as the input. So if you're like me and you have a microphone set up, it's saying, yes, we'll send all the sound to the microphone because that makes great sense. All the sense. <laughs> that is correct. I have to fix that every time. Every time it's like, why can't I'm giving you the sound? Why can't you hear me? Yeah. And we've been doing our sister podcast, Scary Stuff, this way for the last couple episodes. And it, it works fine. But again, there's no substitute to being in the room with everybody. Especially I heard that. When you guys hear that? It's fine with the scary stuff, guys, but you yahoos can't get this right. I understand. I like that you have a whole podcast room now, Jake, that I, you are using for yourself. I, I, I do. Yes, I, I 
Well, so you can't see it, but Eric's microphone currently has a skinny Lister beanie on it. Aww. And Nick's microphone has a small little pop cap sitting at it so that I feel less lonely. See, oh my we, goodness. What we got to do is we just got to come over to your place in hazmat suits and like you know, <laughs> stick the microphone up into the hood. We'll, have, we'll be perfect. What could go wrong? Yay, oh, Pinhead. Go. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm just about ready for that because, you know, the... I don't want to say the lack of human contact is bothering me because my wife's here. So, you know, I, and I have that's five one. cats, so there's contact. <laughs> hey, I'll do anything to start playing board games again. That's, you know. Oh, oh. yes. I'm right there with you. Playing with uh, a six-year-old really? and a nine-year-old, are, it's not the same. Nope. But you should be cleaning up. No. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think that, but then they make up their own rules. This is how fact. you build your confidence, Josh. So just whip, them, whip their asses at Monopoly over and over every day. They're too good because they're my kids. <laughs> see, see, my problem is I, I sometimes, you know, on the whole, I'm, I'm glad with the choices we made. But part of me regrets the way we raise our kids right sometimes. Yep. yep. I'm like, why can't I play this horrific horror game where, like, Body parts are flying everywhere in front of my kids. I could do that, right? They're like, no. <laughs> they know too much. They're too smart. They have learned Although, because they've been watching. Speaking of horror <laughs> games, I have one that, Nick, you're going to want to check out at some point, I think. It's called Those Who Remain. Ooh. That sounds terrifying. I like it, it already. Is, it's, um, sounds a little on point during a pandemic. <laughs> it is. It is. However, it's one of those games where it's not overly gory, like at all. But um, all right. psychologically and suspenseful, <laughs> it's off the freaking charts. Nice. The whole point of the game is is that you have to stay in the light. So you have to run around flipping light switches on, and every time the lights come off, nope. just shadowy figures come after you. Nope. I like I'm it. out. It's like Lights Out, the movie. Yeah. A uh, little bit. Probably yeah, better. I would say so, yeah. But I mean, but yeah, we watched a playthrough. We watched a two-hour playthrough of it just to see, like, the opening, like, chapter, I guess you would call them. And it's incredibly scary, but it's compelling enough with its story that you want to keep moving forward. It's nice. that insidious kind of, I need to know what's going on, but I really don't want to go around that corner. You see, that, that, that sounds awesome, but you've reminded me of something else. I'm going to go off topic or real quick. Real quick. Have you we barely have a topic. I know, right? So being off topic is not going to be hard. <laughs> Our topic was supposed to be TV, but it's really going to be what have we been doing to keep ourselves from going nuts in quarantine? <laughs> have you ever heard of the game Until Dawn? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I saw a trailer for it one time, it was like this little short gameplay trailer. And this guy was like looking for someone. And finally he goes, oh, okay. I have to make a choice whether I'm going to go try to find and save this person or try and find that person. And then it showed goddamn stats for each one, like likability, who I find more attractive. It was like, it literally had all these personality comparisons between him and them. I was like, holy shit. I am <laughs> down for this game. Sure it's easier for you. This is amazing. <laughs> I've actually played it about halfway through. It's it's entertaining. It's different. I stopped playing it because it was when I was living in an apartment and I got to a point where somebody gets cut in half with a buzzsaw <laughs> or, you know, I had a choice to make and somebody got cut in half with a buzzsaw. Uh, and my wife, who doesn't really like violent things, happened to see that. And Oops. I haven't played the game since. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. I, I try to not play a lot of video games in front of Jen, uh, in part because we sometimes make different choices. And <laughs> so no, at the last marathon. So, well, 
so like I, I used to play Fable 2. It was one of my all-time ah, favorite games. Oh, that game. Great game. And I played it through all three. I wanted all three endings. Like I liked right. it enough to, to play it more. But one of those requires you being evil. Yes. And some of the things you have to do while you're being evil are evil. Nah. Like take out an entire town. It's yes. fine. And then <laughs> didn't care for some of the choices I was making on the evil playthrough. Like gunning people down in town <laughs> now i'll admit i didn't feel great about it but you still want to do well at what you're trying to do yes you kill them so, right good yeah. so i don't i don't play a lot of video games in front of jen anymore although I, in all honesty i very rarely take an evil track i'm the kind of person oh, that no. feels guilty if i'm rude to npcs same well, it's been my yeah. experience that when you go the good track in, in a game that deals with morality on any level that's the hard level that's the <laughs> how do i deal with this in a way where i like oh this guy's being a dick i could just shoot him in the face but no no i gotta find some way to get around this it's the easy answer i gotta go find this thing that'll solve his problem move this along and you know it, it to me the 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 good path is the hard level so i always do that first I, I, I get have, the most out of the game. And then when I come back for a casual playthrough, I'll just do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I, I have questions about this, Nick. What? The good play is the hard play. Yeah. It's hard so, being a good person. Is it, you know, though? It you're is. not supposed to just come out and say the quiet part. Make sure you wow. grab just the sound bite and post that. <laughs> yeah. So there, there you have it, folks. Nick, Nick, Nick has a hard time being a good person. That's not what I said. The same Nick who regrets making his children right. I said. So really, Nick is digging a hole in this episode. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is oh, that a being a good person right is not... It's, you know, like they say, the, the, the dark side is the easy path. You know, it's it's don't don't take the easy path. Take the hard path. <sighs> wow. The road less traveled. Wow. I am, I am so excited to make fun of you about this forever. <laughs> I just can't contain myself. Speaking of uh, of horror games, I just uh, got back to roll back on Phantasmagoria. I had uh, always wanted to play it as a kid because it was one of those old Sierra games back from the 90s. Wow. Uh, actually, yeah, the 90s. And I'm going to tell you, man, Sierra games don't hold up. I, I love them dearly. I no. think they've always, they've always had a great atmosphere and they put a lot of effort into the look and feel of it. But at the end of the day, every Sierra game is the same. You're bumping around like a pinball trying to find the one thing you have to do next. I love them. Don't and, play but the second one. Honestly, it's like I just looked up the walkthrough. I was like, I just want the story. And so I'm just going <laughs> to follow the walkthrough and do what it says. And I'm glad I did because it was it was a fun little, you know, Sierra horror movie, basically. The first one, right? Yeah, the first one. Yeah, because um, it's got the really funny, it's got the really funny sadistic serial killer guy who's just wacky throughout the entire game. Pretty much. I mean, you say serial killer and everybody goes, oh, wow, that's got to be harsh. I'm like, but the guy's so absurd throughout the entire thing. You cannot stop laughing. I mean, it's so over the top that it's just ridiculous. The second one, however, it's about six hours long that you'll never get back. (laughs) (laughs) I've always wanted to play Night Trap. That was the one with like... Because it looks like so ridiculous, it's amazing. It's like let's see if I can remember the premise. The premise was it's some sleepover, but there's a known serial killer out, and he's known that he wants them. So the place is like riddled with security during this sleepover for these teens. Like nothing can go wrong. 
No, no, but it's, you're it's leaving like, out the bet. You're leaving. You're leaving out the creepy part. The no, creepy just, part is, is that you play the guy running the security cameras, so yeah. you're creeping on chicks while you're trying to protect them. Yeah. Uh-huh. But like, like that, well, that fits with what he said before about having difficulty making good choices. <laughs> <laughs> But what'll happen is occasionally you'll see like one of them like does this kind of like face to the camera interview where they're just saying stuff and you also just see like guards running back and forth between rooms behind her in the hallways like what the hell is this game? <laughs> but apparently yeah. it, it was well received. So okay, by all the creepers, I, I'm sure. Possibly. See, this is the thing I have with with most retro gaming is you know you talk about yeah you know we love these games at the time we go back and yeah it doesn't hold up well but nope. so many of them don't. Like, they're still kind of fun, but they, they lose their fun pretty quick. And I, I always think about it. Like, I, I love the original Zelda game. Loved it. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and you always will. Yes. And it's still pretty fun. But when you compare it to Breath of the Wild, they don't yeah. even, they're not on the same planet. No, the game, but they do compare story-wise, and it's neat that they expanded on things like shrines and underground yep. caverns and the whole underground system. And that's awesome and you're going yep. into actual hills and it's what we would see if the first one was a real thing and that's great but when you go back it hurts a little it's like the difference between yeah. grunting at people and talking to them over a video chat i mean it's they're just well, game development has so, just evolved so much <laughs> well right but that's when people say i love retro gaming it's like yeah but you have good games to play now instead of having to suffer through <laughs> yeah mediocre games in the past that you just have a lot of nostalgia well, for. No, don't you let your nostalgia too. overwhelm you. Yep. There, there, there are also people who are not playing for story or graphics or immersiveness. Like they're actually going for like challenge games. Like I was like, have you guys seen some of those levels where people take like Mario Maker and they yes. have these and they have these <laughs> these missions where you There's that video the one stop. with the fire thing spinning yeah. around that gives me yeah. anxiety every like, time. Like they're <laughs> Like I saw a guy do a level that he had to like go forward nonstop up, down, left, or all over the place, and then had to go backwards in the goddamn level like halfway before nope. he could go forward again. You know, it's but he did it with such skill and style. And for people who are into that, I get it. Sure. I do not have the time nope. or or like, you know, the lack of potential for Just aneurysm watch, watch to handle AGDQ that. Sometime. <laughs> hmm? Just watch AGDQ sometime. Okay. It's What's AGDQ? Twice a year, gamer. These gamers it's called Awesome Games Done Quick. It's a bunch oh, yeah. of speedrunners that get together twice a year, and all the proceeds that they that, that they get from it's like three days worth of gaming, and all the proceeds go to a charity that they pick every year. Like I think this year was Doctors Without Borders, and the previous year was like the American Heart Association. Some of the people that are associated with it are not exactly the best. So I mean, you know, don't go there for politics. But some of the games that they play and some of the things they're able to do are really interesting. Cool. Neat. Sounds fun. Yeah. I, I, they do some Mario Maker courses that are ridiculous. Not my thing. Watching other people play video games much better than I could ever hope to be is just not a thing for me. Well, they, I already they, have they sport do a, for um, that. They, they do a <laughs> marathon every year. They do, the, they do basically like a tournament where they take two teams of four guys and they run through Mario Maker levels that are some of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. They're ridiculous. Honest to God, at this point, video games are pretty much just Animal Crossing. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that feels almost more like a job than a video game. It I'm is, and it keeps my mind. You. Yes. I, I agree with you hardcore. I feel like, uh, like a pariah. I'm the only one who doesn't have it. 
so great. So you you great. are a pariah, Nick. You don't help me with turnips at all. <laughs> at this point, half of the conversations I have on the internet revolve around turnips. Uh, yeah, uh, you. I don't know what your problem is, Jake. You're already independently wealthy. You've escaped the uh, the stranglehold of the raccoon. So. Oh yeah, no, I'm a I'm a. You're a tycoon. Fucking millionaire. In <laughs> but, you know, and I, I realized I was playing it this morning because I get up and I do about five or six things every day. And then I'll, I may play more if I want, but usually I that's that's all I'll play in a given day. And I realized I had stopped picking fruit, like even the valuable fruit, yep. because I just don't need the money and the trees are prettier with the apples on them. Yep. Aww. Same girl, wow. same. But here's my thing. I can't be a tycoon because I have two kids living on my island. Yeah. And bless their tiny hearts. I'm paying off people's loans. I haven't even finished my last level loan because my son was living in a tent for weeks. Weeks. So, you, so, so you're saying you have dependence in I Animal do. Crossing. <laughs> I do. What I'm learning it's here true. is it's too much like real life. Oh, so what man. I'm so what I'm feeling here exemptions. is you gotta hire one of those raccoon accountants, man. <laughs> So Not what I'm kidding. Is, is that Animal Crossing is a capitalism engine, and it is proven that it only works for single people. That is correct. <laughs> but at least I can see my friends. They come to my island. I go to their islands. We don't have to wear masks. Although my six-year-old does wear his privacy mask, which is you know a very chic black uh, mask in game all the time because of the state of the world, and that's great. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've noticed that when people come to my island, they're very often wearing masks. Yep. And I understand that that's a bit, but come the fuck on. It's a video game. I have enough of that shit when I go to the supermarket, and I'm in favor of wearing masks. But if you're coming over in a cowboy hat, knight's armor, and samurai boots, yes. we don't need the mask. It, I, I understand what you're going for and what you're trying to do. But can we just have something that's not real life? He's one it's like I, I watched ninja. a video that of a of a PETA protest in Animal Crossing. Yes, oh, I, yes. They, I don't want to get into the politics of PETA or anything like that. But it made me mad because it's a fucking video did, game. But did they it's, actually like load that museum up to make the uh, protest? They would have had to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you got to put in the work to fill out your museum. That's a lot of fish and critters. <laughs> it is. And I just, I look, and I'm a political person and I, I try to keep it out of the podcasts and all this stuff. Um, don't ever look at my Twitter feed. <laughs> <laughs> I love your just, Twitter it's, feed. It's, like, I just want to log in and I, I want to talk to these funny animals and pick turnips and <laughs> continue like like buying weird outfits and changing my outfit every yes, day. Yes, you just, are so stylish. Oh my gosh. It's ridiculous. Are there shoes huh? in Animal Crossing? Are there oh, shoes? yes. I have a lot of shoes. Do you I bet you do. Because <laughs> I'm trying to get all the wingtips without, like, with being able to pay off the rest of my loan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just buy whatever I want. So, like, one of the things I do is, like, I go to the store and I check turnip prices and see if any of the new stuff there that I want. And if I don't, I then go over to the Able Sisters and yes. buy the clothes that I want that they have for that given day. So I think we just found the name is, of this episode Animal Crossing One Percenters. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah there is nothing i can't buy and you know my house is paid off i'm not beholden to the raccoon at all see i'm just waiting for him to like walk into like somebody else's island and go i'll take that pet like no i love that pet oh no no how how, 
how many radishes for that pet? It's like, that's not for sale. Really? Let me show you well, how many radishes I have. Not radishes, it's, it's bells. You sell turnips. Keep on track, man. This is the modern economy. This is the only functioning economy in the country. He's going to roll up in someone else's Animal Crossing and like do an indecent proposal kind of. I, I mean, I yeah. I, yeah. I did find out that there's a black market for items. There's a site you can go to where you can list people list things and how many bells they want. And then you meet up on whatever Island and they <laughs> give you bells and you get the item. It's the Craigslist of animal crossing. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely is. And if I, if I had any need for money at this point, I would do that. But Okay. Correction. The animal crossing silk road is going to be the name. of the so- <laughs> <laughs> Well, there is the, the camel named Sahara. Sahara. Yeah. That's not at all problematic. Yeah. Yeah, no, not at all. but she's got the greatest rugs. Ugh. Yeah, I, I, Sahara bothers me in the game. She just should, because it's it's that problem it has with with you can only really buy one thing at a time, uh-huh. and the whole transaction takes so long. Because every time with Sierra, it's like the max you can get is two mystery wallpapers and two mystery floorings each yep. time. But it's a pain in the ass to get them because you have to keep buying rugs to get the yep. tickets and. I just, I just do it all at once. It's the same transaction every time. Small mug, me, small rug, medium rug, large mug. Give me my mysteries. I'm out. But it takes forever. <laughs> well, but see, I do it twice. Oh, he's one, got dumb money. the mystery that he sells, she sells you, and the mystery, the flooring, and the, the wallpaper that she are sells different. are different than the ones you can get for tickets. So I get f- two of each each time because I'm obsessive and money bags. Yeah, rich. It just it takes so long. It's irritating. It's like it's like when you want to buy. God, this just sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like say at the the store, you want to buy like the shoes in three different colors. Yep. You have to keep going in and Each out. Each time. And it, yep. It's just so annoying. And it's I do it. Infuriating. I'm on quarantine, and what the hell else do I have to do? But. Not me. I'm on a time crunch. I got to like get my morning checks in before I log into work. And then at my lunch break, I got to get my afternoon checks in before I go to back to work. So it's a whole thing. I look forward to Friday because I can stay up all night looking for scorpions or running from scorpions or getting deaded by scorpions. And then I can wake up the next morning and do it all over again and waiting for people, the special people to show up on the island, which is really important because I've got like a storage container full of bugs that I'd really like to offload. Uh, so yeah, this is life now. That's right, so that's where I was. I had so many be, bugs uh, in my storage, and it took uh, a month for Flick to come back. Yep, still waiting. So I think Sorry, final Pat, answer is going to have to be uh, hashtag first Animal Crossing problems. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's Marcy doing with it? She just started, so she's like in her first week. Um, yeah, I I'm actually not sure i haven't been even on the switch yet so i have no <gasps> because she hasn't gotten off it <laughs> <laughs> want an argument from me on that one i'm not gonna <laughs> refute that you're, you're, you're gonna want to face you're gonna want to create your your animal crossing dude and stake out a piece on the island before yeah. she sells it all to residents and gets terraforming and stuff as okay, soon as i am rich enough I will be relocating the residents. I didn't realize it was so wait, much wait, money wait. to relocate them. How, how much? How much? Uh, ki- how many kids you got again? Yeah, exactly. That's part of the problem. <laughs> so I've got a plateau. Uh, my daughter has a plateau. My son couldn't find a plateau he liked. So he, once we got the um, construction upgrade, he built a land wall around, like a palisade almost, around his hu- his house. 
that I help pay for. And then um, we're going to relocate the animal residents into basically like tenements because we want to move the orchard to the other side of the island. Like it's a whole thing, but it's really just because we don't. You just say you want to create animal projects. They're beachfront homes, so let's be clear, this is okay. not like denizens of the island, but they oh, will be closer to the together. island. They don't expand their houses. They can't. It is a, it's a game mechanic that they can't expand their houses. So if I move them to staggered rows, uh, then that is easier for me to put up orchards and a play park and all of these things where their homes used to be. Hashtag it's fine. Animal Crossing trailer park. It's fine. <laughs> I still can't believe it let me pick a catchphrase for one of my I residents. built those houses, so. <laughs> Rude. So I've got a, one of my, my residents just walks around swearing at me every time I talk yes! to him. Yes! And it makes me laugh every time. It never gets old. I love I'm it. I'm basically 12. Yeah, tomorrow I'm going out at some point and picking up either Breath of the Wild yes. or Luigi's Mansion 3. No, nice. it's not worth it. No. Hey, hey, hey! What's no, wrong with I Bird? loved the first hey, one? What? The what is your problem you with Birds or Humber Three? Exactly, man. <laughs> Lu- Luigi's Mansion Molester Three is great. I, I have Luigi's Mansion, and I haven't played it yet, but it looks like a fun game. Breath of the Wild and Animal Crossing are lifestyle choices. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. All, all I'm saying is, any game where Luigi grabs a dresser, shakes the hell out of it, goes, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah!" I mean, come on. And he's not lying. The worst part of the first game is when he does it to the rocking horse because the game oh positions God. you behind it. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing this now because I have Luigi's Mansion and I never like the old I guess it was GameCube maybe, but we never played yeah. it. We kept it for the, the Wii, GameCube which we one. still have. Okay. So yeah. yeah, we have it in the house. I have never even turned it on, but it's still here. And I figured, oh well the kids will like it one day. Those kids don't play the Wii. They don't give a shit. Right, yep. Now so, I will say this still- though. Given, you know, taking away the fact that, you know, he's very amorous with all the furnishings in this house, it is a really <laughs> sweet game. Like, it is incredibly cute as well. Like, oh, that yeah. one oh, mechanic, yeah. oh, yeah. you're going to get a lot of mileage out of that one mechanic, but everything else about it is actually really sweet and cute. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I'll play the, the, the third one. I just haven't sat down and done it yet because I've been so involved in capitalism on my island <laughs> raccoon capitalism that is correct yeah and I, I gotta get back to breath of the wild at some point i never beat it i only what? beat two of the the <laughs> she is judging you harsh right now i am but it's okay because you want to take your time with that game it feels good to take your time and just look out over the vistas and the mountains and you know the things that want to kill you so i get it i get it part of it was like when i was playing it when i got it uh, you know, I had to put it down because I started being so busy with OPP stuff all the time. And when I got back to it, it's like, well, how do I play this game again? And I wasn't going to start over. <laughs> and no. I just haven't sat down and reminded myself how to play this game again. And now you so, can't because, you know, raccoons. So, right. Yeah, I started now playing I Skyrim again. We got, a, we got a new TV because we needed something to plug in the Switch to. We got a 55-inch Samsung. Which nice. Which Shasta, your husband helped me uh, finalize my decision on. You're welcome. Absolutely, thank you very much for that. It was. <laughs> I wish you looking one for us. That'd be great. We got it at a steal too. I mean, it was. I think well, it was. Of course, three, if Fred helped you, you got it at a steal. <laughs> I mean, it, it cost Back practically nothing. I'm like, they practically 
gave it to us for walking in the door. They were like, you want one? Jeez, we've been just handing these out with, you know, Tic Tacs. Nice. And um, booted Skyrim up on it, and it's much different. Nice. There's a game that I'm pleased with, yeah. Um, It's funny, Jen just got her new laptop, which is an Alienware fighter jet i'm so jealous she booted up skyrim on it and it was almost too good (laughs) no you're wrong about that no you're absolutely right like reach into the screen that's yeah like it's like you could see everything uh and like patrick stewart does she have the mods turned on Yeah, oh yeah, she mods the hell out of that game. Well, she hasn't yet because she just installed it, and I don't know if she's got all her mods downloaded on the, once the, the computer. W- once the graphics mods are downloaded and installed, when you play that game, you might as well have just stepped through the screen. Ooh. Yeah, and when you play it on this laptop she got, it's it's a uh, I want a new one. I want an Alienware so bad. But like this is the first like this is the first television I've ever purchased. Mm-hmm. Wow. I've made it this long without ever buying one just because, I mean, Dan gave us the TV that we've been using for the last like 12 freaking years because I just <laughs> never cared about a television. I just I'm like, right. I, I don't really Dan, care about fr- it. Friend, fr- friend, friend of, of OPP, Dan. Dan. Yeah. Friend of the yeah. Pod. yeah, yeah. Number one fan. <laughs> yeah. Dan. Number one fan. Number one fan, Dan. Absolutely. <laughs> and we've just been using it forever because it still works. And I have a hard time throwing away anything that still works, regardless yeah. of I'm how antiquated it is. I still when have we an got Atari the new house, oh, when we moved into the new house, it was very clear that the first thing I said, "Well, we have a house. I'm getting a giant television." Yes, and it was funny because Jen, we went to get it, and Jen was interested. And I said, "Well, what's the picture like?" And what's it? And I didn't give a shit. I cared about how big it was. That was all that mattered. To me, was the size? We have a, we have. I think it's seventy inches. Good God! And it's yeah, it's enormous. Well, of course, we're also almost 15 feet away from it so it's it doesn't seem that big unless you stand next to it but it's yeah but that was all i cared about just one didn't that could have been a black and white tube tv i didn't care as long as it was enormous that's what she said (laughs) (laughs) sometimes size matters it does so right now Right now, I'm playing uh, Steam World Heist. Ooh, that sounds interesting. I've never heard of it. I like Let's Steam. So, <laughs> so it's it's the third of a series. It's Steam World, Steam World Two, and I'm sorry, I apologize. Steam World Dig, Steam World Dig Two, Steam World Heist, and it's following this like it's basically Earth, but after people, and it's currently populated by these Steam bots. Oh, like, so like water Ooh. is currency and. And so it starts off like the very first one's kind of like Dig Dug. <laughs> you basically it's you inherit this mine from, from your uncle who's gone missing. And so you start going down and digging through the dirt and like you do ore, like you do and selling it and dealing with the creatures that are down there. Your time limit is based on how long your lantern lasts. So you keep upgrading your lantern so you can stay down there longer. You upgrade your drills so you can dig faster. And this starts to unveil this like story. Like there is shit underground that you are not ready for. And it, it the, the first one was fantastic. The second one was amazing. It caught me very off guard. And the third one is just a whole different genre of game. Like it's not even Dig Dug anymore. It's like space pirates and <gasps> like ricochet shots. And, I and, love space pirates. Rocket launchers. It's oh my, I'm in love. I love it so much. 
speaking of, I hate to I hate to derail us yet again, but that's going to be the title of this episode, you know, OPP derailed. Fourth title. I playing was, uh, it's called um, uh, Tacky on the Fringe. It's I like the name. Space, it's uh-huh. a space shooter game where you play basically a privateer that does a whole bunch of different stuff. He's, he's a pilot. He, he does escort missions. He does cargo missions. He also does pirate raiding. And the kicker is it's it's voiced by Bruce Campbell. Nice. So Bruce Campbell is just running around as a cocky fighter pilot for the 40 hours that you play this game. It's like he's born for this role. (laughs) So anybody else, anybody else watching a lot more cartoons than you expected during the quarantine? We got the um, when we got the new TV, one of the first things we watched was a um, matter of fact, we just watched it a night or two ago is. Asterix, the Twelve Tasks of Asterix, which Yay! is a really old. Yes. I love Asterix. Yes. Yes. And the actual the Asterix, uh, the Viking. Yeah. yeah. Asterix and Obelisk. Oh, yeah. Neat. I didn't know there was a cartoon. Oh yeah. There's two of them actually. There's the Twelve so, Tasks of Asterix them. and Asterix and Cleopatra. There's, there's a new a one that came out like a couple of years ago, but it's terrible. They're all magical. Hush your face. (laughs) (laughs) I introduced the kids to Asterix. We were doing, Elsa had a Viking assignment and go figure. And uh, so I sat her down and we watched one in uh, the English dub and one in the original French. And both kids did not move for a couple hours. Uh, Amazon has a bunch of them on there. So it was pretty great. Amazon has all, has has all three of the ones that I I know of. Yep. Um, I I used to love the comics. The 12 Tasks of Asterix, when you watch it on a 4K television, <laughs> you can see the actual brush strokes in the background, and it changes Ooh. the movie entirely, because I spent the entire time watching it just in awe of how detailed the brush yeah. strokes were in the background. I couldn't even tell you what happened there in that entire movie. <laughs> it was amazing. And you could actually see the layering you could see the layers of how the foreground lays on top of the background, which lays on top of the base coat. And it, it's, it's like it was, it was like watching it in 3D, but not. It was amazing. Cool. <sighs> so, so fun story about that. I used to play EverQuest way yeah. back in the day and played quite a lot. And it was in a guild. And our guild leader was a guy who went by Steric. Well, his character is named Steric's who was a gnome warrior and it was named after Asterix. And I finally met the guy actually in, in Minnesota last year. And he, he doesn't look anything like his character, but it still what? kind of felt like talking to Asterix for the first time. It was really <laughs> nice. <funny. laughs> so I, I mean, as much as I love the comic, whenever I think about it, it makes me think of EverQuest and, and our buddy out in Minnesota. That's and cool. Who he now, and he's Finnish, so he's from Finland. So it kind of oh, there you go, right in that yeah, right yeah, right in that Gaulish area. Yeah, wow. So um, the the biggest question is is did he have a dogmatics? I mean, because we didn't know a dogmatics, <laughs> then it's not really Asterix. <laughs> no, but there is a band called the Dogmatics that I like. Does that count? <laughs> but I uh, to to Nick's question, which was. Uh, have we found ourselves watching a lot more animation? No, not at all. But I have the last couple of days. I've been watching the the new Harley Quinn animated series. On oh my PC god, I've so heard good. good <laughs> oh my god, I'm not a big Harley Quinn fan. Like in the comics, she's fine, but I, I never liked her or the. These the cartoons are amazing, though. <laughs> but it's so funny. <laughs> I wasn't at all ready for because you know, like I've I've liked the other DC animated stuff, the movies they've had here and there. They're they're always 
pretty good. Nothing mind blowing, but good. And then this, and the first time I saw an episode, I think was out at number one fan Dan Bogart's place. Yes, uh, at the behest of a friend of the pod, Shannon. And I thought it was funny, but when I sat down to watch it, and I was just dying laughing. It was it's like an so animated good. version of um, oh, I just blanked the the baseball announcer show. Oh, Brock Meyer. Brock Meyer. It was like it was a revelation yeah. <laughs> like that. Like, yeah, this sounds like it'd be fine. And then you watch it, and like, how is this so funny? <laughs> All the promos I've seen for it are really good, but I haven't watched any of it yet. It's worth uh, it. Yeah, I've, yeah. I, it's, it's funny. Yeah, the it's only reason it. I did is I wanted to watch the new Star Girl series on on DCU. Oh yeah. And I so love the trailer first for that. It looks really good. That. I'm a I'm a huge Starman fan, and I liked her comic, the Star Girl and Stripesy. Huge fan of Jeff Daniels. Back in the Jeff sorry, sorry, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Oh no, not that Starman. That's my wife's <laughs> Starman. I well, Jeff Robinson is the one who created the Starman. I uh, you know I most like, but I've always liked the JSA characters and all that. So it's they're all Jeffs. It's, it's all the same. They're all in in that. But the the show is good. The 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 actress they have playing Courtney is is really good, and the same with the the one they have for Stripesy. It's um, yeah, not a chance. One. I don't remember the name. It's a, it's an actor you all know, and if you were better at this game than I am, you would know him right away. But it's it's worth watching it, and like everything I've watched on the DC service has been good. Like Doom Patrol was terrific. Oh my I heard god, that. yes, I heard that. Yeah, Doom Patrol is perfection. I yeah. I was. I was blown away. It was not what I expected, and I loved every second of it. I didn't expect it to be so close to the the wacky Grant Morrison comic, and then mm-hmm. it was, and it was like it was a revelation. And I, I like the Swamp Thing, but they canceled it before yeah. they even aired most of it. So it, I like I didn't... two episodes got out. Yeah. Well, no, they they did a full season. It's just I haven't sat down and watched it yet because it's like, well, that's all you're getting. Mm. <laughs> but but it's it the service itself is worth it for the Harley Quinn, Doom Patrol, and so far Star Girl. I'd say. Cool. I mean, it gets it gets tiring having to have fifteen different streaming things. Yeah, no I'm kidding. Big, it's where DC we're going, version. unfortunately. I think I'm probably going to cancel. I because I signed up Disney for for Mandalorian, and I'll probably just cancel that until the next oh, season. Oh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian was so good. We really need to get our streaming services coordinated because I have um, I am partaking in Disney uh, in a partnership with a family member, Um, (laughs) which is great. Uh, It's nice to have the old oldie timey stuff uh, available. We made the kids watch um, Mary Poppins, which they were fine with. They had already watched Mary Poppins, too. I'm like, how can you watch the second one and not watch the first one? You have no context for this, but you don't apparently don't need it. There was a second one? There was a yeah, second yeah. one with Lynn Miranda Manuel and yep. the yep. cute chick that's married to the guy everybody likes. The guy from The Office. Oh, you're bad at this game too. I am so bad at this game. <laughs> but yeah, so apparently it was great. I haven't watched it yet, but I promise I'm going to do that. But we've got the Disney Plus. I had canceled Hulu ages ago after Harlot's season four or five hadn't been announced as coming back and then, you know, we are where we are now, but See, now I use have, Hulu more than Netflix. I love I loved Hulu because it had um I got it for I think Harlots, but then they also had Runaways, they had Sailor Moon Crystal, they had something else I now can't remember that was probably important at the time. But regardless, now they have the Catherine the Great series and the costumes are beautiful (laughs) because all of the costume groups that i'm in are posting screenshots and everybody's getting ready to get their costumes ready i'm like i i can't get this again because we've got 
all of these other things. And that's fine. You know, I'm going to get it at some point. But um, we've been getting through all of Netflix. So we recently, well, we finished off uh, season, what's it, five of She-Ra. So we finished She-Ra. Oh, my God. (laughs) I knew that was coming. Yeah. Oh, it was so perfect. So magical. So great. I was like, wait, is... Don't yeah. tell me that's the end. Yeah. It's the fucking end. And yeah, I was just man. like, it was so perfect. I understand so why good. they ended it, but I want so much more. I know. It's we season all do. five? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I could have sworn the first season was like last year. It Incorrect. basically was. Kind of the way they did Voltron, yeah. where it, they're just pumping them out. And it's oh, okay. a fantastic show. Netflix is, is magical, unfortunately. So my far. wallet. I have to finish. I want to finish four and five. But we haven't gotten there quite yet. They are, they are, they are great. I got Hulu for specifically for Castle Rock. Yeah. Oh, and then for the, so for the Wu-Tang show that aired right after that. And I've kept it because it had, I had never watched Scrubs all the way through. So I, I've, oh. been watching, I've watched Scrubs and it, it had at the time Netflix didn't have it. And Hulu had community. And while I own all of community on DVDs, I am so dirt lazy at this point that if it's on streaming, I will watch it endlessly on streaming and never get up to put the dvds i've rented movies i own on <laughs> a lot of occasions more than i'm really happy to admit in fact i just did it the other night i just watched um i got it in my head to watch blade because i hadn't seen it in a really long time and uh and i was like well i mean somebody must have this streaming and what i've determined is that whatever movie i want to watch is not streaming anywhere <laughs> and it, do, it doesn't matter. Like Blade is, well, I would call it a classic, but it's not like it's an all time classic, but nope, nowhere. And then I watched, I wanted to watch Goodfellas because I remember the first time I hated Ooh. it mm. and I thought, well, now's the time. All right. Look, so what's driving that mostly <laughs> community <laughs> Community has the episode with the chicken fingers that's based on Goodfellas. And I got tired of not getting all the jokes on it. So I went back and rewatched Goodfellas and I had to rent that. And well, I don't want to get in trouble, so I don't want to bring up my opinion on Goodfellas. <laughs> And why not, Jake? You have no problem bringing up your opinion on anything else you watch. Because <laughs> it's boring. Look, I didn't like it. It's boring. It was boring the first time, and I remember not liking it because of that. And the second time, I was like, all right, it's still boring. And I watched Mean Streets, which is one of his first movies, because I'd been curious about that for a while. It's another Scorsese movie about, you know, mobsters. And it's also dead boring and barely interesting. It's got some good performances and it's nice to see people like, you know, De Niro and whatever when they're younger. And that's kind of neat. But the movie has no plot and is barely interesting. And I feel bad having that opinion, but. Don't feel bad. Well, question for you. Okay, so you don't like Goodfellas. What do you think of the sequel? There was a sequel. There There is. Okay. This is not well known. Oh, God. But it is it is the same gangster based off his same memoirs. The sequel to Goodfellas is My Blue Heaven. No, it's not. Oh, it is. Yeah, I, you know, My I Blue Heaven is the really same gangster from Goodfellas. It's, it's it, the same no, guy. No. Yeah. Goodfellas ends with him going to the witness protection, and My Blue Heaven is him going into witness protection. Oh, God. I, it's the I same saw, gangster. It's I saw actually most of My Blue Heaven on a bus, and I never saw the ending because the bus got there, and I've never gone back. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't wrong. <laughs> I love My Blue Heaven. I just I don't tend to like gangster movies, so it's nope. like eh, My Blue Heaven is not a gangster movie. <laughs> no. But also, I, I decided to try and fill in some of my my cinematic gaps, and I've and without getting into the politics of any of it, I had never seen a Woody Allen film, 
And I had no real desire to either. Oh, no. Because he's a horrible human being and all that. But I figured I should at least see Annie Hall. So I sat down and I watched Annie Hall and it was fine. I like her. What's her? Yeah, it was a movie. She was in First Wives Club, that one. Diane something or other. So close. I was getting there. Yeah. And she was great. Like, she's wonderful. And he is on beyond irritating. And I I, I (laughs) don't understand, even before this stuff came out about him, why people liked him. And I'm from New York. The only Woody I mean, Allen film true, I've actually enjoyed was What's Up, Tiger Lily. I This That's is literally cheating. the first Woody That's Allen movie I've ever seen. No, it's Unless not. Unless you count the one where he voiced the ant. Ants? Was that ants? Or Bugs Life? Ants. It was ants. It wasn't Bugs Life. What are you talking about? That was the only other Woody Allen thing I saw was ants. And that was a Woody Allen? Oh. Yes. It, oh. it wasn't a Woody Allen movie. He just did one of the voices. I don't but think I, I watched that one. I, I stand by my statement that What's Up, Tiger Lily is the only Woody Allen movie that's worth watching. Yeah, I, I, I think I'll probably watch Hannah and Her Sisters at some point, and that'll be that for that. But that's this is kind of what I've been doing in quarantine, in between watching Scrubs and Community for the 57th time, is trying to fill out some of these movies that I've never seen. Like, I've never seen Taxi Driver, and that's on my list. Ooh. It's just the last week has been so fucking awful and depressing. It's like, yeah. I'm going to watch other things. Yep. Just for this week. Probably not a bad idea. I've, I've watched a bunch of stuff that I haven't watched in a really long time. I watched um, I watched the original House. I've oh, never seen that, but I've seen House 2. Yes! The House Wait, series. that's a horror movie. Yes! Yeah, I know. Oh, I love those! Why are you watching <laughs> horror movies, Pat? Uh, because House is not really a horror movie. The effects eh. are definitely not horrific. And, I mean... It's got Bull from Night Court in it. How, you know, how menacing could oh, it possibly Bull. be? I love him. He's also in the first episode I of just, Island of the series. I yes, just saw is. him. I just saw him in uh, But I'm a Cheerleader. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which was I had never what? seen before. I really enjoyed it. It was nice. Even I like that one. And I yeah, hated it. I wouldn't watch it until pretty recently for the title alone. So. Mm-hmm. Forget that. <laughs> I you, wait, I thought you watched like all of the cheerleader nope. movies. Nope. It's not if a cheerleader it's a, movie. If it's a cheerleading movie, then I won't watch it. It's um, not a cheerleader like movie. That song that's, uh, I got a cheerleader, whatever that song is. I hate that song. Um, I didn't watch Buffy the series for a number of reasons <gasps> and still won't. You like Buffy the movie because where she's, she's a cheerleader. A cheerleader. Right. That. That has nothing to do with it. I'm confused. You like it because she's a cheerleader, but you don't watch cheerleader but movies. But in the series. Let's be Definitely clear Definitely not here. the cheerleader movies that no, like, no, no, Nick no, no, watches, no. and I understand that. <laughs> okay. Buffy the Vampire Slayer happens to be a cheerleader, but it's, that's, that, that's not the point. In the movie, it's her whole life. And no, when in you're the movie, it's a lot. It's, it's the whole movie until <laughs> she realizes there's other things, but she still goes back to it, and I'm there for that. And a motorcycle, but that's a whole thing. Uh, but in the series, it's not a thing. And so I just was not interested. I was offended and never ended up watching it ever. I did watch Angel, strangely enough, because it came on, um, what was it, TNT around the same time as Charmed when I was like at home having babies or whatever. Uh, and they were always on. I was like, oh, I'll watch Angel, but I have no reference point for this because I didn't watch and won't watch Buffy. So anyways, yeah. That's funny. You know, the other thing, the, the actually the, the series that I, I don't like calling something a guilty pleasure. I don't really feel guilty for liking almost anything that I like. And nope. I don't believe in that. Just like the stuff you like. But at the same time, I'm very into Riverdale. <gasps> Girl. And while 
I wouldn't say I feel guilty about it. I do feel bad about myself for how much I enjoy Riverdale. I was surprised because, you know, old man Jake. And I didn't want to watch it because I. it's the same reason I didn't read Smut for a while. And now I'm a Smut aficionado because I was. I just associated that sort of thing with those kind of people. And Riverdale was part of that, uh, CW teenagers and I don't know, shit. And I didn't, I wasn't really into Archie. I wasn't into Archie comics at all. They were there and I knew they existed, but I wasn't reading them. I wasn't going out of my way. If I got them in like a cereal box or something, I would read the little whatever. But Riverdale is crazy and I love it. (laughs) And I need to get caught up. So I've been trying to do that. Part of the reason I ended up watching it was Mark Wade himself kind of talked me into it. Because he was, it was at Baltimore Comic Con, and he was talking about the series coming out, and they were putting out the adaption. Oh yeah! And and he himself, you know, I asked, "Well, is it supernatural?" And he said, "Not really." And he described it as essentially Archie's meets Twin Peaks. Yeah. And I was intrigued exactly. by that because I had written it off as you know CW. Yep. Whatever. Nonsense. Teenage garbage. Yep. Yeah, and then I watched the first episode with with Jen, and she hated it because she like you know. <laughs> We both liked Archie comics growing up, but, and this is decidedly different from that in terms yeah. of, it's much darker. It's, you know, the, the whole first season's about a murder. And, you know, I watched the first episode, I'm like, ah, all right, whatever. This is different, but, it, but I was intrigued by the mystery. So I, I went through the, you know, the first season and I was like, okay, this is fine. Then I started the second season thinking it was also 12 episodes and <laughs> it's not. Second season is a full season of 22. And when I got to the 12th episode of that, I realized that this was not over. No. Halfway in. Not even. But it's serious. That's so bonkers. <laughs> that I, I would just like occasionally to sit down and describe on the internet to people what exactly was happening in the episode I was watching because it makes me sound insane. That is correct. <laughs> yep. Like it, it makes me sound like I got drunk and then went after some hallucinogens. And it's it's so out there, and and it just escalates. Like oh, the first season yes. is nutty, and then the second season is really nutty, and then the third season is so removed it's from planet Earth. Bit crazy! It's so good. <laughs> the the third season, if you haven't watched it, revolves quite a bit around a D and D type game that everybody gets involved in, Everyone. but also a cult that's separate from the D and D type game that some of the people get involved in. So simultaneously, you have people obsessed with D and D. A murder cult, you know, a, a actual cult, and then a lot of homages to the first season of True Detective. Oh, all while you have all the romances and all of that stuff in, and they still pretend to be actual high school students in the midst of it. So <laughs> every so often, pretending that, yeah, like every so often, you have all this stuff going on and serial killers and you know possibly supernatural stuff going on and cults running around. And then they have an episode where they're sitting in the class and you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Why are they even here? And yeah. I got like, I'm watching been up. I'm watching season four and there's an episode about them playing football. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't talked, mentioned or thought about football in two and a half seasons. Nope. And they're in the state championships. <laughs> yeah. But it's so insane. It's so incredibly entertaining. Like this is this is a teenage show based on the Archies that has an episode that's entirely based around the, the, the same plot and th- stuff in The Strangers. Now, if you've ever seen The Strangers, 
this is a home invasion movie <laughs> based on a home invasion movie from you know for a French home invasion movie that are that are both terrifying and the episode is not terrifying but it's it's got all of the tropes and the stuff from that so it's it's this weird CW teen oversexed nonsense yeah. surrounded by thousands of horror tropes in this whole town where they're also trying to mix in some vague nod to the wholesomeness of the original Archies <laughs> and whenever they try to do that it's the most jarring thing it's like oh but friendship's really what's important and I'm like <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> remember like, the swimming hole there's literally two separate serial killers in this episode <laughs> It's you know, so I, good. And you try to describe it. And by the by the fourth season, you just take everything in stride. It's like, <laughs> oh, so they're shutting down one speakeasy to start in another rum running illegal operation in another place. They're all still in toys and they're talking about where they're going to go to college. And it just doesn't make any sense unless <laughs> you give all. yourself entirely over to this show. So, yeah, I I realize that was a long rant on Riverdale, but it's it's. <laughs> The most incredible show on TV. And if you're not watching it, you should absolutely be watching Riverdale. If only because it makes outside world seem a little bit more sane than it otherwise might. It's true. Yeah, yeah. There's also a lot of episodes of it. They're all an hour and everybody on it is very pretty. No matter what your proclivity. Nothing. Go. We're about to have a fight. Go ahead. Oh, I wonder where this goes. <laughs> it doesn't go anywhere. It's just that Jake is right. Everybody is pretty, but they're too Except... pretty. No. Uh, okay. I thought you were going to argue. I'm not going to argue. I don't but disagree. The only one I'd fight about is Jughead. He is a handsome man. I've seen him in person. And so I can't say that, you know, he's a, he's a precious child. He's a precious child. And remember when- They're all almost he, 30. Right. But remembering him when he was a precious child and I was in like college, like it just feels dirty, which is why I had to step away from the show after a couple <laughs> episodes. And I was like, this feels very wrong. And then they start having like, you know, teenage relations. And I'm like, nah, man, I can't be a part of this. It's this is not supposed to be on TV. And then I remember it's the CW and it's great. But and they're the most normalized it. teenage relations on any oh show I've God. ever seen. And it's totally fine. Like, your mother needs to whoop your ass. This is unacceptable. <laughs> so that's how I feel. But I'm past that now because, you know, serial killers. So that that's that's where my line got drawn. But uh, yeah, very pretty people. It's a little disgusting. And pretty people that pretty shouldn't be kissing. So that's all. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I just... I, well. Like... And the fourth season, so you haven't seen the fourth season? How far um, into it are you? Which, okay, so, uh, how to not spoil things. Okay, so we've handled cult number two, okay. I think. I think so we handled cult three. number Oh, oh, we go to the, uh, we end the season I just finished. It's whatever was on Netflix until, I think, recently. But we, Season three, yeah. We season end- four is the one they just added. Okay, so we yeah, because we end in the forest and everybody's naked and there's a grave and I'm like, oh shit! So yeah, yeah, yeah. I ju- yeah. I just finished that particular storyline in season four, and I'm excited. It's, it's just funny because it starts out looking like they're gonna do some some um, 
uh, what's the, oh, Captain, my Captain, stand on your oh, desk. Oh, yeah, sit down at St. Andrews. Thank you, that's the one. Dead poet, like, they're going to do some sort of Dead Poet Society thing, and boy, do they not do a Dead <gasps> Poet Society thing. Yay! It's closer to school guys, but not really. Oh. So, yeah, I, I highly recommend that. And between that and Community and Scrubs, that's pretty much all I've been doing in quarantine. I've been watching so much YouTube. Um, quarantine... Because you're not radicalized now, are you? I'm, I, I, <laughs> no, I'm good. Um, it's been a lot of avoiding YouTube video. I didn't realize there was so much news on YouTube because I just kind of watch it when I get a notification for one of the channels yep. I follow. But now all of the costumers who have like real costuming jobs or even the costumers who have other jobs that either can't go to them or they're doing from home, they've really pushed their YouTube content. And I even blogged about it last month. I I am overwhelmed with the amount of content. It's to the point where I'm watching videos of people hand sewing. And it's not like an ASMR thing. It's, they're not even doing tutorials. They're just like, I sat in my house and I, for example, painted silk for weeks. And so she paints, and you know, a lot of the videos are sped up and that sort of thing, but it's painting silk. It's how to do hand stitching. I've been doing so long. Now, mind you, I still have a job. I'm still homeschooling my kids for at least another week. I've got, you know, I've got to help with dinner. I've got to do dishes, which I haven't done in like 15 years. It's crazy. We've rearranged the front room. It's everything is topsy-turvy, but I still find- Are you sure it's not an ASMR thing? (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes I just want to put in my earbuds and not listen to children screaming. And that's fine. We get along here. It's it's the it's a good spaceship that we've got. Our pod is coming along great. But I'm watching a lot of YouTube videos of people giving sewing room tours. And oh, this is this 1830s gown that I made 10 years ago. Let's just look at it. Okay. Can't look at my own shit. So but I'm getting a lot of sewing done. I think that's pretty much it. Our backyard is awesome. So that's Yay. cool. I, I didn't really go out there much. And now if I want to see the sun, that's where I go. I don't go out the front door. We have a nice privacy fence. I go out the back door. I listen to the dogs barking and the, you know, squirrels with their weird squirrely things. Has anybody watched the squirrel video? No. Oh, the squirrel, the squirrel Ninja Warrior? The squirrel. Yes! yes! Oh, my God. So I have not. That kept me entertained for all, whatever, six minutes it was. Um, I know what I'm doing after this pod. Yep. Yep. yep, Go find it. Because that's what our backyard is like, is watching the squirrels get at our bird feeder. And we don't care. We've tried a bunch of different bird feeders. We just assume they're going to get it. But now it's like, huh, well, if the kids need a summer project, maybe setting up a squirrel course in the backyard is going to be it. So... But yeah, we we have all our bird feeders in the front yard because we let the cats out in the backyard, and that oh. just didn't seem sporting. No, that's <laughs> yeah. or isn't it? So, so I do spend a lot of time out there sitting on my desk, look or my deck, looking at trees, and I also have I, when I go walking, I walk in my backyard. Yeah, makes yeah. it sound like it's huge. It's not. I'm just walking in a circle because I don't trust my neighbors to socially distance. That's all you need because people <laughs> won't. Nope. Yeah, you should no. Yeah, nobody around. Nobody in our neighborhood does. We'll see. Like. It's like playing Where's Waldo to find somebody wearing a damn mask. <laughs> yep. I'll wear one to the mailbox, which is not quite five feet from my door because I don't want anybody sneak it up on me. So, nah, yep. not playing that game. So, speaking yeah, of bought, YouTube. Um, right before the pandemic, we bought uh, patio furniture. So, we have like patio furniture we have out on our front porch. And then, like, for Memorial Day, we moved it onto the back porch. Ooh. Just sat there with the grill running and had a beer, had a couple <sighs> burgers. Nice. Not the worst Memorial Day we've ever had, but decidedly not the best. Yeah. Yeah. I like staying at home. Just Me too. 
being here. I mean, it would be nice to, you know, see humans outside of a screen again. But at the same time, it has been good for taking a step back and taking a breath and not being beholden to plans every single weekend. Although I'm still overwhelmed with live, live streams and now everybody's doing their um, uh, dance shows online, which you can do through like Crowdcast. There, There's a show going on right now that I'm missing. Thanks guys. So um, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. You didn't have to volunteer. Oh no, I'm in it now. Gotta, gotta offer that alternative perspective of me watching smutty teenagers on cw it's great live streamed music is the only the only good thing as far as i'm concerned about this i've I've watched so many live streamed concerts and to the point where i've interacted enough with some of my musical heroes that they know who i am now which is a little weird for you Ah! but it's it's yeah, it's a little weird, but it's that that part's nice, like having live music kind of. But it's it doesn't replace actually going to a concert. Nope. No, like yeah. chatting with the artist is nice, but I'd rather watch them play an hour and a half set where we're all sweaty at the end instead of still on our couches. Absolutely. <laughs> and I you know, like I'm an out go out and do things person, so I'm so we're I'm just not doing crazy off the walls. What? <laughs> In, fa- in fact, I just got noticed that the last concert I had tickets for got canceled. Oh, which yeah. one was that? Airborne Toxic event. <gasps> no! Oh, no. Oh. But Sadness. at least their new album's out, but my record version of it's delayed, so I haven't heard it yet. No. I that hate sucks. Like, I, I, all right, this is, I'm going to get picked on for this one. I'm going to say it anyway. Do it. So their new album came out, and it's it's available digitally, but I wanted to listen to it for the first time on vinyl. Yeah, because it's just a nice experience and it's fun. Right. But my vinyl is like it's going to be it's not coming until Tuesday. And the album's been out a week and a half now. And it's killing me to <gasps> oh, not listen to it. But I'm, I'm trying to stick it out. You are yeah. so strong. I respect it. I did get his book. He, like they released a book that's his the lead singer's biography because he's a, had a wackadoo life. Like he was raised in a cult. And when did your television version come? <sighs> it's going to be the record but you waited for the book and that was nice, that was nice. <laughs> well mix it up sir. a little stick, well and move. stick and move <laughs> I, sh- I should point out that the guy making fun of me currently for being a hipster is wearing a Mel Brooks hat but anyway let's yes, Ooh, good point mm. back in my day <laughs> hey, shut up you got more gray in your beard than I do I just have more beard than you. Well, yeah, that. but everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> my, my quarantine beard looks a lot like my regular beard because it just grows in patches and shit. Mine That's is coming in nicely. Zoom. Like in Zoom, I can see where my my beard grows in in different ways. So it's like, yeah, it looks like it's half over here, Jay. but half not here. Jay. But it's really the same Jay. length. You, you've got a really nice merkin on your face there. Don't worry about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just remember, I'm controlling both the meeting and Zencaster, Nick. There can just be there can just be blank spots on the track. Nothing happens. I also have audio samples of you that I can cut together however I want. You belong to Jake now. Nick, Nick's about to have a, a, a confession video sent to the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the grassy knoll. 
It was me. Just I did it. Just work easy for him, Nick. What are you doing? <laughs> just keep saying stuff like that. I don't even have to edit. <laughs> yeah, I think the one. If you could just say "president" three times in a row in different tones, it'll be fun. <laughs> that'd be great. Get it in there. Be like Bloody Mary, president, president, president. Oh man! But I think the only, the only like really new thing that that we watched is we we got through the first season of Picard. That was Ooh, great. Yes. I really like that. We got to do an episode where just you Star Trek nerds talk about Star Trek. I don't want to yes. talk about Star Trek. Nope. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand I don't either of those talking, reactions. I don't like talking about things because there are people who know things better than me. And I have a problem with rewatching things that made me happy. It's like, what's the one? Uh, don't meet your heroes or that other saying that's similar to that. And I just am like, you know what? I enjoyed it. In the me in the time for what it was, but if we start talking about Star Trek, I'm going to be wrong all of the time, and it's just easier not to not be around. Right. I, I will. So I just assume you your you say is right. <laughs> Tell no, Jake, me. right? I am. Jake, when they say Star Trek, they're talking about a popular show started in the Shut 70s. Up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I have watched Star Trek. I know some stuff about Star Trek. I just don't have the deep breadth and knowledge of of Steve and Dan, who are enormous Star Trek nerds. So I just I don't feel bad that I can't win trivia contests. This is why I don't saying. like show my Star Trek tattoos to people because then I start getting questioned. And it's not even a fangirl fanboy thing. It's a you know this episode that starts like this, and like you can rattle off the title of every single episode from the Next Generation. I'm not. I'm going to remember two, and I can't even remember them to make an example of them. So that's fair. I, yeah, that's yeah. what I do. I like. I, oh, I like this episode where this happened, and Dan and Steve will look at me like I'm a child. <laughs> uh, All right, I got two questions for you, Shasta. Oh, two God. questions. Oh God. Do you remember how Tasha Yar died? I remember. I remember she was there and then she wasn't, so I'm gonna say no, but I could okay. probably remember. Okay. All right. And Didn't do you she know die who- in like a gladiator fight? No. I guess I don't oh. remember that. Oh, but I do remember that because that was good. That was a that was a problematic episode. See, here we yes. go. Yes. <laughs> that was a problematic episode, yes. but that's that's that. Yeah, what? I don't know yeah, that so I've ever the, actually seen the episode. Here, here's the deal. Basically, they come to this planet where it has this weird tar monster on it, and it won't let them go. Mm-hmm. And at, and here's the thing. For Star Trek, and at the time, many shows like it, people died normally either of like old age and heartfelt moments or sacrificing themselves for others, or, you know, or they were people that were red shirts. You know, they had no actual personality, so it was okay. They were cannon fodder this is the first time they had taken- I always think of sam rockwell in um <laughs> galaxy quest <laughs> galaxy quest yeah, what's guys. my last name you have a last name do i <laughs> but, but this was the first time where a named loved established character was flat out just killed like backhanded as an example of this thing's power and it was devastating and it really caught everybody off guard and her character's been kind of immortalized ever since. I mean, she had like what, one and a half seasons? Yeah, well, she didn't, didn't last too too it didn't long. Catch all, it didn't catch the people who were going through contract negotiations off guard at all. <laughs> oh. I would have felt bad, but I just sat through Born, which is a movie she's in. Yeah, and- we're not talking about oh. that here. We are not talking oh. about that here. That no. 
we save all of our vitriol for the other podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't feel bad for her anymore. No. That's all. <laughs> Moving on. Do you know the character named Q? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then you know all you need to know about Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> wow. No, you don't. Because if you don't know the name of some random nurse in some random Dan episode, you get judged by Dan yep. and Steve. Yep. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yep. Nope. Uh-uh. Nope. To be fair, that's, my that's dad number judges one me too. Fan. Dan Bogart and Steve, <laughs> member of Oddity Prodigies, creator of Super Chum. I love get yelled pods. by my dad for not saying the right thing about it. And he'll ask me, I love my dad. He's awesome. He is why I love Star Trek so much. But just enough to never want to talk about it. I go to panels <laughs> at Comic-Cons. I have a couple books in the house that my dad yells at me for not having read. But I can't talk about it because if I get something wrong, no, no, you need to go back and read that. Like, I don't, I have a co- stack of comic books four years old mm-hmm. that that's I, I'm, I'm never going to get through i thought yeah. i would in quarantine and i'm not <laughs> yeah I've, I don't got, want I've got about five years of comics i've been buying that i haven't really justice league i haven't read justice league since rebirth same with x-men and they're on like issue 100 and it's like i gotta start reading these at some point i keep yep. buying them <laughs> oh i gotta go clear out my box too uh, speaking of oh, that randoms. that felt so good when i went back and bought my comics <laughs> oh yay uh, it good Speaking of fandoms. Shout out to Captain so, Blue Hands. Yay, Captain Blue Hands. Speaking of fandoms. So I did just uh, finish watching Doctor Who, The Happiness Patrol. With yeah, Sylvester you're going to have to. Okay. No, I'm getting, I'm getting there. With Sylvester McCoy, which means I have exactly six story arcs left of the old Doctors. I am so proud of you right now. Wow. And I will officially watch all of them. And, you know, I'm going to start be- calling you Abed. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I was Abed, I would have finished this years ago. <laughs> Inspector Space Time. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so I've good. Been, been watching way too much community. I've been filtering <laughs> everything <laughs> through it now. It's so good. Yeah, but I, like it's it's we've been working on watching all of the old doctors for so long that but we're so close now. It's like I can I can almost taste it. Like is this real? Is this actually happening? Aww. <laughs> Like I'm gonna finish. about to catch up to ten years ago. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're even gonna put the time in and watch the awful uh, Eighth Doctor movie with no, McCann. It was not awful. It was a necessary contrast. Bridge? No, no. <laughs> to the no. goodness of the series. N- no, it was a necessary contrast. Yes, to the goodness of the series. Exactly, it was a necessary contrast to where it should have stayed. That said. We love Paul McGann. He did his job. We are proud of him moving along. So. I have to say this much. I was impressed to learn that it is 100% canon. And it is definitively yep. canon because it actually starts. I didn't know this till recently. It starts with the TARDIS showing up. Sylvester McCoy himself walking uh-huh. out. He getting gunned down almost immediately. Yep. yep. <laughs> and then he regenerates in the morgue as McGann. I'm like, well, there's no way around that. He's nope. definitively the ace doctor. He nope. deserves it. He earned his place. And mm-hmm. and there you go. So yeah. No, I, I have I it's it's one of those nineties American movies. That's what that mm-hmm. is. So. Well, so maybe we should do a Doctor Who episode instead of Star Trek. I don't want to do that either because, again, I show somebody uh, – somebody sees my TARDIS tattoo and then we got to talk about it. And I'm just like, nah. Mm. <laughs> nope. Well, it's been driving Hannah insane because she wants to watch the new ones with me. and I'm like, they're so good. Because they're so good. And I know this, but I'm a purist. And I'm like, nope, I'm watching them in order. I'm and you should. Somebody order. should. Yeah. Do it. Do it for – 
And do I, it for I, the I think what you mean, uh, you spelled completionist wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've told you that I've watched the Lost Ones, right? Yeah, I knew that. Are you aware, Pat, of the Lost Ones? So what happened was, so the BBC had their film uh, vault. And one year they were like, eh, you know what? This thing's overflowing. Uh, we're oh, going to oh, get oh, rid of yes, some yeah, of these. Yeah, yeah, You mean the lost episodes of Doctor yeah, Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not yeah. talking about the British show, The Lost Ones. No, no, gotcha. no, no. Yeah. So so they, they buried all these films, like literally buried them under a highway during before its construction. But the thing is, they still had the audio tracks for the radio broadcasts and they still had the production stills. So I have these wonderful correct uh, like slideshows set to the audio of the shows. So I could still like experience those episodes, even though I can't li- literally watch them live. It was great. You have different awesome. definitions of wonderful. You definitely pronounced completionist wrong. Oh, it's fun is some people have gone out of their way to actually animate the lost episodes. So there's That's some cartoons awesome. out there. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. It's some good stuff. Those people don't have too much time on their hands at all. I can see. No. <laughs> Everybody has too much time on their hands. <laughs> you know, you don't want to have kids. In. I swear to God, we, we, we got, you know, basically, you know, uh, social distancing quarantined here. And I'm, I'm more busy now than I was before. Yep. Like bet- between the homeschooling and the, oh my God. I just Like I, actual work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just, Super fun. It's, it's hard to oh. keep up. <laughs> Can't even start a YouTube channel because I got too much stuff to do. Yeah. Although I just finally got my Roll20 membership figured out and how I'm going to use it. So I'm, I'm ready to do D&D with the kids. Ooh, So they're fine. very excited. <clears throat> <laughs> and I will shortly thereafter get the Cthulhu game back up and running for you guys. <laughs> you haven't been running Cthulhu? No, I haven't. <gasps> Gasp. What? Number one, number one fan Dan Bogart has been running Fate of Cthulhu, but that's the only that's been thing good. Been doing. That's been good. Wow, which is it, which is really just a, a three hour online semantics argument, but <laughs> which I is guess basically that's most of our role playing. Yeah, it's basically yeah. what Cthulhu would be too, but at least we'd be together. So yes, I need to get that shit together. <laughs> Those mountains aren't going to make us mad all by themselves. I know. We just got into like the, the juicy part of the plot too. I've, yeah, we I've, so I've been so close to you, total party wiping us, and you just haven't. Had the <laughs> oh, pull that trigger. I have been dragging them tooth and nail through like the experience of an expedition. Yes. Like, like actually, like you know, putting together the goddamn manifesto and loading the ship, and like the travel through the the uh, the the Pacific, and oh and, my gosh, just. All these different things. It's all been interesting and, and, and neat, but there's been very little actual mythos involved. Yeah, driving Jake nuts. <laughs> and so and so we finally get to a point where it's about to get really interesting and it's like, oh look, a pandemic. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. But he wouldn't let Oopsie. us steal dogs. What? I, I Well, he I, did let us liquefy penguins. Oh, this is going to come up in our sister <laughs> podcast again, but there's a scene in Born where she drinks a raven. Oh. And I lost my shit completely. Oh, no. Because of the penguin stuff. Yeah, well, see, we, we just made endless jokes about drinking penguins, nature's Capri Sun. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it happened in this movie, and I just lost it. And it's like trying to explain that on a podcast is almost impossible. See, I, I do my best to try and set this tone of like, scary kind of dark like horror a little spooky kind of 20s and investigation we keystone cops the fuck out of they, it oh my god it's 
It is not easy running a game Look, for these guys. Got, I'd say six years <laughs> of us taking everything completely seriously and being creeped out. It and was all good. That. It was the Dan years. Dan kept us on track. Aww. <laughs> and then he exploded. And then he exploded. He kept but us on really. track to a degree because the clusterfuck <laughs> still happened when Dan was there. Yeah, that was on and, him. And, and the time we were in the Egyptian costumes with the mannequins running out of the museum. <laughs> okay, that was me. Not museum. Opera? Was an opera? It was an opera. opera. It was yeah, an Ross. opera. That Dan was there too. So like, he wasn't like our, our intelligent court number one fan, Dan Bogart. Wasn't exactly our intelligent <laughs> core. I think we must all refer to him such for the rest of time. It's yes. his name. It's just yes. his name. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Get some documentation well, up and we we've been at it about a little over an hour. So we should probably think about wrapping it up. Just wanted to say I hi and let you know we still exist. Separate tracks, so we're <laughs> keeping it short. <laughs> but yeah, so it sounds like everybody's doing at least okay during the yeah. quarantine. We're all yeah. keeping our heads straight as much as we can. Trying to focus on anything but what's actually going on in the world right now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I eat a lot of spinach. That's exciting. So, uh, yeah. That's because you're good to the finish. Like Popeye. Uh, so He's good to the finish because she eats the The reason that's important <laughs> is because not being outside of the house means that I'm not eating, you know, garbage from the vending machine. So that's that's been a highlight for me. We stopped ordering food every night once this started, and I've actually managed to lose weight despite doing, wow. let's say, not a ton of exercise. I haven't seen the sun in a while, or I hadn't seen the sun in a while. My husband forced me outside, put up one of those um, like camping chairs on the back porch and face made me face the sun just to soak it in for a bit. <laughs> Little vitamin D. Right. Oh, I, I, try to, I try to at least sit outside for about an hour a day just yeah. to be outside. I We've like outside. I just forget. Yeah. We've been going for a long walks around the neighborhood, wearing masks. I'm thinking about getting... Uh, social distancing carved into a bat and just carrying it with me so people finally pay up <laughs> fucking attention. If you just carry the bat, you won't need to carve it into it. It's true. <laughs> bat, I, chainsaw. I, 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 want, I want to know why it's there. <laughs> These people need everything spelled out for them. It's painfully <laughs> obvious that that's what they need. I drive to and from work and occasionally yell at the kids outside. That's my sun experience. That's good. That's about as much <laughs> sun as I was getting before. So, yeah. but we're about to miss all of our summer festivals and fairs and things. So my yeah, summer's gonna be annual right. sun is going to be hard. The hardest part of all of this is the fact that we've had to put so many of the things that we were going to do on hold. Yeah. Because they're not being done anymore. Yeah. Nope. Like this is going to be the year without cons and concerts. Yeah. And, and there hasn't been sports either, which is... Almost literally killing me. Oh, no. Like, I, I watched some German soccer the other day, and it was a religious experience. Ooh, fun. Soon. But, someday. Somehow. Eventually. But, but it's, look, if it's a year or six months or eight months or whatever to, to stay safe and healthy, you know, when we come back out the other side, when there's a oh, vaccine and all I of mean, that stuff, we'll, we'll be all right. And it's it's better than the alternative. Yes. Mm -hmm. So Infinitely better than the alternative. I'm going to yeah, have so, so many new costumes. So hey, are, are you going to work on my Mandagogo costume? Yeah. Yes, Mandagogo. <laughs> I mean, eventually. I went back in time to the 16th century, so after I get out of there, I will get you all set up for your pasty, shiny b debut. I have no shame. We're going to prove it. <laughs>
<laughs> All I've started doing is launching podcast after podcast after podcast. So I'm really learning how to your do hobby that hole for it. Yeah. yeah. I built a studio. Might as well use the fucking thing. Yeah. And we're, we're starting another one soon. So we'll we'll talk about that probably on the next episode once we're we're a little bit closer to launching it. All right. That was good. Anybody else have any final thoughts about quarantine TV, which was theoretically our topic? Oh, right. We watched the TV. Oh, here's the I'm still the watching Critical Role. Oh, you know, I haven't watched any of that. Like, it's good. In a while. I'm but I've been, watching, in. I've been watching Ginny D's videos about Critical Role things, and that makes me feel oh, like I'm close enough. she's the best. She's adorable. She's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, but, wait, hold on. So Critical Role is a live play thing, right? Yes. And you're watching a video about a live play thing. So I'm not well, watching. No. <laughs> wait, hold on. This is a, a, so what I what I'm watching on YouTube is Ginny D. She's a I found cosplay. her through cosplay. Right. She yeah. actually wrote a really great book about building a centaur costume that came got delivered sometime this year, whenever time is now. Um, and so that's great. So I found her through cosplay years ago and I occasionally follow her, but she's a huge critical role fan. And so she does a lot of music videos. She dresses up as one of the characters, specifically Jester, and she's amazing. And she does videos on how to do the voice and how she does her costumes and like closet cosplay, Jester and Yasha and people who I would probably mispronounce because I don't watch Critical Role enough. So that's been enough of a Critical Role fix since I stopped watching the show. And the only reason I stopped watching the show because I was watching real TV, but now we're back to YouTube. It is a circle. It's a it's a wild wild <laughs> life here in 2020. Man. Everything so is much content. Down. There's so, so much. much. It hurts. And now we're adding to it. Yep. Good job, team. The important content <laughs> in our podcast is about very little. <laughs> so, but yeah, let's so let's let's end it here for the podcast. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. This was this was a good time. This is mostly just us babbling. We're going to probably keep doing this. Maybe every two weeks as as possible, depending on on Pat making sure his sound setup works uh, beforehand. <laughs> and uh, uh, he sounds great now. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're fine now. Yeah. Maybe it just needed to work the kinks out, and it was it was tired. You had to get the the hand crank going. We'll do it live. <laughs> we'll do it live. So thanks everybody. Thanks and, everybody. Uh, good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.